0: hello hello how are you mate good mate how are you i am excellent uh first of all um Thanks for taking part in our podcast and hello and welcome to our listeners out there um, this is creative copywriting content solutions small business podcast for your easy listening mindset and small business success uh, i'm jaffa manetti the commander in chief of creative copywriting and content solutions on the gold coast you'll find a range of holistic and real-world approach uh, of uh, conventional and unconventional marketing tips and other nuggets of gold on everything to do with copywriting content writing marketing mindset and much more for your small business without the BS now today's really special guys and gals uh, we've got a special guest uh, we are speaking with the fabulous Wasim Kabousi yes
1: yes Debussy
0: Debussy um of wasibdabusi.com um okay mate so first of all thanks for coming along and sharing your expertise with us
1: my pleasure mate thank you for having me it's, um, it's a big honor hey thank you for having me it's a big honor
0: oh uh, appreciate it mate so all right so before we get into to today's main topic my friend you know just tell us a bit about uh yourself and uh what you're up to
1: Okay, so um, I'm, a, I'm a life mastery coach. My, uh, my expertise and my focus is working with fellow men to reignite their passion, uh, reignite the passion in their relationship and become the top influencer in their kids' lives.
0: That's awesome, buddy. And I mean, uh, so what's, what made you start this sort of business? Because I know you've been in business, you know, for decades, yeah? That's right, um, you've know,
1: for about 12 years or so.
0: Oh, okay, yeah, because I'm just looking at, um, from what I know of you, um, I mean, we've worked together on and off over the years, um, yep. you know, you uh, had a young family with a mortgage and a desire to get into sales, but no one would give you the go or the opportunity, That's um, and then you uh, did some time with Harvey Norman and grew their sales to what, $1 million, yeah?
1: Um, well, yeah, I grew their sales from zero to recurring sales about $60,000 a month within three months of being there. Oh, okay. And then, um, and then I moved from there and I, um, the, comp- the last company I was working with, um, I grew their sales to $4 million a
0: month. Wow. Okay. So, okay. So, what motivated you to start this business, we see?
1: Mate, what motivated me was the fact that I had seen. uh, I've always loved coaching, uh, and I've always, I've always had a desire to help people. Uh, My backstory is a little bit, um, it's a bit unconventional. I lived, well, maybe not so unconventional. The more and more I explore this, is the fact that (laughs) I lived somebody else's dream and somebody else by somebody else's rules for such a long time. Uh, so I followed the norm and listened to my parents growing up, doing what they told me to do, um, and, uh, followed down a path that I really wasn't passionate about. I discovered sales in my mid twenties and I fell in love with it because it helped me, um, help other people. And, um, 16 years into sales, I decided. You know what? Um, I lost my job beginning this year in March, and I decided that you know life has come around full circle for me, and I no longer want to live by like anybody else's expectations, and I want to follow my dream of helping people. And to do so, um, I wanted to be a psychologist as a teenager. Yep. And I didn't follow that dream, and I knew that I had something. Some uh, I had more to give. You know, being in sales is great because I truly, truly believe that sales is one of the the most important skill a person can have because whether it's in your relationship, whether it's in your business, whatever you do, you've got to present yourself and present your offering in the best possible way and also be able to connect with the other person to give them a solution. Yeah. I jokingly say this, you know, 20 years into my marriage, I've been with my wife 23 years, I sell myself to her every day. It's the only way that I can keep her with me for these years. Yep. <laughs> so it's a, it's a bit of a joke, but there's some truth in it. And I think a lot of people don't understand that, you know, you've got to be in it together. And the only way you can get a relationship to work is by both knowing each other's needs and wants and providing those in, and meeting them. Um, and over the past five years or six years or so, um, i've gone through struggles in my relationship you know we got to a point where um about eight or nine years ago our relationship is on the rocks and uh, we had to take um good hard look at where we were
0: yeah and and you know i can relate i mean i've been married since 92 and um you know um and uh yeah you're right for me um being married is all those things, as you said, um, you've got to devote time, this, that, and the other. And, um, you know, and uh, I think, I don't know which movie it was in, but I I heard a great quote, and I think Robert De Niro said it, he said, oh, marriages don't have good days, they have good and bad years. That's right. And I I think a lot of people underestimate that, you know, just um, how difficult or how, I mean, it's rewarding, don't get me wrong, but you know, marriage is a partnership and as you said you know it can it takes constant work a hundred percent a hundred percent
1: it also takes um um she, it, it also takes both parties coming together and i i believe that one of the biggest challenges facing marriages today from my experience and also speaking to multiple and hundreds or heaps of men and women and seeing my own friends that I truly love um, sabotage their marriages I believe that as men we have a responsibility to be leaders we have a responsibility because you know you run an organisation you run a business and every organisation in my opinion is the culture stems from the top so yep. if you've got a bad boss or if you've got a negative boss or you've got a bad culture at the top of the organization that's going to filter down to the rest of the organization
0: oh most definitely so what you're saying if i understand correctly is lead by example Yes, that's right that's yep. right now so that's yep go
1: yep. So if the relationship, and this is a mistake that I've seen many, many parents do, so, and, I, and I did the same mistake. Once we have kids, we put the kids first yeah. because we instinctively want to provide the best thing for the kids. And then by putting the kids first, we usually we usually neglect the mother and father or the, you know, the partnership between the parents. And when we neglect that relationship and that starts to deteriorate, that affects the kids. Yeah, mate, definitely. That. And then when I, when we got to the rocks, and we'll get to a point where, you know, my wife and I just didn't know where we were going to go, we decided, and my wife was eight and a half months pregnant when we had this, she was just oh, about okay. to give birth. Yep. It was a really, really hard time in our life. And we had to make a decision to put ourselves as husband and wife first and build our relationship up again and fall in love with each other all over again from scratch. But that's because, a cool thing, isn't it? That's right. It was awesome. <laughs> I loved it. It was the best things, One of the best things happened in my. It was the hardest time in my relationship. Yeah. Coming out of the other end, it's made us so strong. Yeah. And we built that. And because Gina and I, my wife, we put our relationship first and made sure that we spend time together. Our relationship is always. If we have a problem, that comes first. That has actually given the best role model for our kids. Yeah, I
0: they do not know what a good relationship is. Yeah. Okay, so listen, I mean, um, getting down to the nitty-gritty thing. So, you know, I mean, today's topic is, you know, um, strategies for men to become better fathers, husbands and protectors, yeah? So based on yes. your experience, I know we probably skimmed over a few, but, you know, what other sort of advice or strategies do you have?
1: Well, the first thing that I do with my clients is that we get clean. Clarity is one of the, or probably the most important thing for any relationship, whether you're a man or a woman. And once you are clear on what you want your relationship to look like, Okay. Obviously, yep. there's no two relationships the same. So it makes it, from my perspective, what I love about my role is that I get to see so many different diverse relationships and speak to different diverse people. So I can't write down, you know, um, a simple step-by-step rule that everybody can follow. Yeah, agree. So agreed. I have to be quite um, flexible and free-flowing in, in what I work with my clients with but what i found is there are certain things that will work for everyone and number one is get clear on what you want most yep. men don't know what they want out of a relationship. We are taught from young children to man up, not show emotions, go out and get, you know, bring home the bacon, as they say, or bring home the bread. And we go out, we work 12, 14, sometimes 16 hours, and come home, and then after 10, 12 years, 15 years, we go, well, what went wrong with my relationship? Well, you went prison. You didn't know what you wanted out of a relationship. You yeah. just got stuck in the daily grind. Yeah. So get clear on what you want your family, your relationship with your significant other to look like. You know, what does that look like for you and your partner? And then the second most important thing is communicate it. Makes sense. Once you communicate that with your partner and you are both have, you, she, her, her, her or she. Uh, her or him I should say her or him are clear on their goals and you are also clear on your goals then you can say okay this is what you want our relationship you want this is what I want our relationship to be like how can we combine those to have one clear goal for our relationship you need X, Y and Z I need X, Y and Z I want us to do X, Y and Z together you want us to do X, Y and Z together now we're clear on what the relationship looks like we have the ground rules the basic foundation to build an amazing relationship And you and I know if you've got a shitty foundation,
0: it's not going to work. (laughs) Great. So listen, okay, that's really good. Now, do you think all this, like you were talking about, you know, how men work so hard and and, and things like that, Um, and and women, obviously, there's plenty of talented women out there with uh, their own businesses and so forth, but do you think part of men um, to becoming uh, or not being the best fathers they can be, uh, relates to how they were raised. You there? You, you there, mate? Yeah, yeah, I, mate, can, I, hear. Can, hear. Yeah, I so can hear you. Did you yeah. hear that question? I mean, do you yes. hear? Yep.
1: Yeah. Look, I think one of the biggest challenges um, well, or is not so much how much we work. Um, sorry, I missed I not so much how much we work, but also on you know, how we will raise. We will raise, you know, just go out and get the bacon, get the bread, etc. And then we forget to spend the quality time with our kids. I'm all for people going out there and making money and having successful businesses. And I, look, I work sometimes 14 to 16 hours a day too. But I still make sure that I have that quality time, even if it's just a half an hour dinner with my kids where I connect with them. I ask them how their day was. Really understand what challenges they have. And if there is a challenge that needs to be addressed within the family, everything else stops. Because that takes business.
0: Well, that's exactly right. I mean, um, you know, I can only speak from my own experiences too, you know. I mean, you know what it's like when you start a business. It takes a lot of time, a lot of mental muscle, but you've got to yep. be in the moment. Um, you know, I heard another great quote from Jim Rowan, I think it was about 10 years ago, and he said, wherever you are, be there. And uh, that's, right. that's sort of what I live to now. You know, it's part of why I have offices and don't work from home anymore, because it can be difficult or you need you know, discipline to separate work from home life when you work from home. But, you know, that's just me. Um, And that's that's actually a very, very important uh, point because even,
1: you know, um, speakers like Grant Cardone, they say the same thing. Stop working from home. Right. I mean, work from an office because you can separate that. Yeah. And that's something you, you know, being in my current business is something that I'm just starting in the past six months. I'm not to that stage, but obviously that is a goal that I want to have. But also, I've set boundaries for myself. I only work in my study. Yep. If I'm going to sit out in the lounge room, the laptop stays in the study. If I'm going to sit, be sitting on a dinner table, the laptop stays in the study. My phone stays in the study. Yep. I don't take my phone out of my, uh, my study if I want to be present with my family. Well, that's it. Missing... Yeah.
0: You know, I mean, um, and it's so easy to get distracted these days, isn't it? Like with phones and laptops and clients and and things like that but I think you know once again I can only draw on my own experience you know uh, I also learned a long time ago that if you let people know that you're available anytime they'll contact you anytime and you know you've got to have your downtime you've got to have family uh, or family wife or time with your wife and your kids and so forth Yep, one hundred percent. And
1: and this also and this is again why i why I work directly with men is again it's about leading by example but also for men to understand that yes, you need to take a step up you gotta step up and say, Okay, I'm gonna stop work. I've committed to a dinner with my family tonight, I've committed to a day night with my wife. I've got to stop work at four o'clock, five o'clock, whatever it is. And I work seven days a week sometimes too, when I need to. Yep. Um, But I say to myself, like, you know, this time and I schedule it. I schedule in my calendar, I schedule time with my wife. I schedule time with my kids because it's important. It's very, very important for me. Therefore, if it's
0: important, I make time for it. If it's not, we make excuses. Well, yeah, I suppose so. Um, okay, so that's really good. Now, um, I did have a question. And that question was, you know, um, so how do you go about changing it? You know, like, obviously, you you know, you've given us some tips and things like that. But, you know, how do I go about being a better father or husband? husband?
1: Also, awesome. that's an awesome question, and many men ask that question. And the biggest challenges, as you um, mentioned earlier about the way we are raised, we are raised to be, you know, suck it up, man up, men don't cry, all this other, um, you know... Bullshit. BS, you can say bullshit. Yeah. Okay. All this other <laughs> bullshit that men are told that men are not. And you know what? The reality is we men have emotions too. Yep. we men also feel things and one of the biggest challenges that us men are facing today is, especially in Western society with such a high rate of suicide with men is because men don't feel like they can talk men don't feel that they have an, uh, a network a support network where they can be vulnerable they can be authentic they can speak about their emotions yeah. and I, in my opinion true man is a man that can actually feel his emotions and if that means he needs to cry and his tears come down his eyes there's absolutely nothing wrong with that because that shows your humbleness that shows your authenticity your authenticity ah, love. Not out. authenticity authentic, yeah. authenticity how authentic you are um, it also shows how vulnerable you are and you know what that makes people respect you more
0: Yeah, you know, I'd agree entirely with that. When I ball watching a movie with Julie, my wife, she says, what are you balling about? And I think it's because I'm a writer. You know, it sort of brings out emotions in me. So, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, but I'm getting off track, as I will. There's nothing wrong with that. There's
1: absolutely nothing wrong with that. But that just shows how big a heart you, are, you have. And, you know, men are measured, you know, we are told that men are measured by the, the wealth that they have or the strength that they have. But it takes strength to show that side of you. You know, I was having a chat with my son on the weekend. Um, he was going through some challenges. And he was feeling a little bit, um, you know, he's feeling that no matter what he does.
0: You there? Can you hear me? Yeah, mate. I got you. Yeah,
1: Yeah. so, you know, my son was going through some challenges at school and, you know, he was feeling that he's not enough, no matter how much work he does, is not enough, and I was expressing to him the moment he was born and the feelings I felt and how much it means to me, and I had tears come down my eyes. Yeah and it comes down my face. And you know what? My son looked at it and I said to him, Dad, no matter what people say to you, I was explaining to him how much the, the value that he has, and how much he is enough as a person. And you know what? He meant so much for me. Yeah. To see his dad being so vulnerable and telling him the truth about how much he loves him. So many people I've met over the years and one of the biggest challenges that men have is don't think, oh, he's got mummy issues. No, most men have daddy issues. Yeah. Most men have a problem with the relationship they have with their fathers. I've seen grown men cry because their fathers died and they've never heard their father talk about their father.
0: Yep. Yeah, I've got a few mates like that. But do you think yep. that's changing? I mean, with people like yourself, you know, that mindset, that do you think it's changing? I mean, my, my boys are young adults now, yeah? But I'm seeing traits in them that we taught them as children shining through in their relationships and that makes me really, really proud. You know what that I mean? Should. So yep, that should but do you think that's changing in a, in a larger sense for men?
1: I've, i think there is a movement um nationally internationally
0: worldwide
1: where the, where we are now starting to recognize the flaws of these things and what is causing for them. not only not just relationships but also mental health and yeah, yeah suicide race and yeah. everything else and breakdown of marriages and i think now there is a lot of organizations out there both you know in australia and internationally and there's more and more male coaches out there who are saying to men step up be a man be vulnerable talk about your feelings it's okay safe and I think it will take time because I still have clients who I speak to who have challenges expressing those feelings to their partners You know, it gives me such great joy when I see little changes in people's relationships and they become happier. But the fact that I still see these type of people means there's still a lot of work to be done out there. Yeah. There's still a lot of negative influences to be done
0: that are facing young men today. Okay. And it's funny you bring that up. I mean, you know, we live in a world that's sort of so connected with technology, but I also think we're so disconnected. That's right. You, know, um, yep. you know, the other day I was going to, my maid had a um, a birthday and I was going to text him and then I thought, oh, no, nah, stop. Don't be a slack bugger. Pick up the phone and call him. His wife, his <laughs> daughter was getting married, actually, so I called him and said, oh, good luck giving your daughter away. And he was wrapped. But I thought, mm. don't send a text, Eddie. That's just slack. Like, this is a guy that I've known for 30 years. Yeah. But yep. it's just that mentality or the technology. But yeah, I yeah, as I said, we're we're more connected than ever in one way, but we're also really disconnected in another.
1: That's right. And I think, you know, a lot of um, you know, speakers talk about this is and I totally agree with this. With the technology that we have available to us, like you and I, for example, you know, you're all the way in Queensland, I'm in Sydney, and here we are recording this. It's allowing so much more connection, but so many people are being disconnected because what is also festering is that need for... Um, Significance and people just want more likes, more likes, more likes. Yeah, and, you know, for me, for example, as I'm growing, as I'm getting my message out there, obviously, you know, I get sometimes between fifty to hundred um, friend requests a day. Um, and you know what? I don't I don't respond to them. Yeah. You know, I used to in the past just go bang bang except. Now I don't. I set time aside every day and I look at the person who sent me the friend request, I accept it and then I send them a, a welcome message. Yeah. Thank you for connecting. Just that little thing allows to actually build a, a friendship i don't want 5,000 friends on my friends list because you know that's going to make me more popular which i do want don't get me wrong because i want to get my message out there my message is helpful my message is good yep but i also want to make sure that every single person that becomes my friend actually feels that i'll say hello to them
0: well that's it isn't it but um yeah all right mate so listen how can people reach out to you buddy
1: they can follow me on Facebook at Wasim yep. Um, I've got a Facebook page. Also, they can add me. Um, I do have a free ebook. Um, uh, for people that want to uh, grab a copy of it. They can get that from mandecoded.io. Yes. M-A-N-D-E-C-O-D-E-D.io. It's a free. Uh, it's a free tool that I've put together. Um, they just talks about the four cores that I actually focus on, which is mindset, bond. Obviously, bond with your wife, bond with your children, bond with your family, bond with your colleagues, etc. Um, a body. So making sure you have a, a strong, healthy body because that's the vessel. That's the only vessel we're going to have to travel into the day we die. Agreed. And lastly, your calling. Yep. Um, because obviously, all these things are great, but. One of the other challenges that many men face and many people face is they're in jobs that they don't like or they're in businesses that they just got into or by big and they're not truly following their own calling and how they're going to make an impact on the world. So I covered those four things in, the, in my um, my free
0: book. Okay. So people are more than welcome to do that. All right. And that's, that, that's a, a soul killer, isn't it? you know, doing something that you don't want to do or being in a job that you just can't stand but you need the money, let's be honest. We've probably all been there one time or another. You there? You there, mate? Yeah, I can hear you. Yep. So, you know, and that kills the soul, doesn't it? Yes,
1: 100%. And I've been there. Like, when I lost my job in March, the funny thing is I didn't want to lose my job. But yep. I lost my job on the thirteenth of March and it was about three o'clock in the afternoon. By the time I drove home I had a smile on my face. That's the right. I woke up the next day <laughs> and I was so energetic. I was hidden in the gym at five thirty in the morning, which I've been struggling to do. And I own a gym and my wife was like, You're happy now? I'm like, Yeah, we well, just lost six figures of income per year
0: but I feel free. Yeah. Yeah. And here I am. Well, that's fantastic mate now is there anything you'd like to add before we split uh that's it mate and
1: for any men that want to connect and find a supportive network i do have a um a group for men only it's called life mastery hacks men so they can find that on um on facebook they can just request to join and i'll accept them and it's a it's a a safe place for men that we can talk about anything that men face mainly Things to do with relationships, things with to do with business, things with to do with training, everything. It's just a safe environment for men. I just want to create that environment for people to be able to have a
0: support network. Okay. Well, thanks so much for that, buddy. Uh, we're going to wind it up, hey? Thank you very much, Eddie, and I love your work, man. I hope to catch up with you soon. <laughs> yeah, mate, thanks so much. We'll see him. And all right, listeners, Uh That's Eddie and Waseem out of here. Please take advantage of Waseem's um, free ebook and the Facebook page for all you men out there. Um, It's a safe place where we can share and discuss, you know, the challenges that we face as men. Um, And for the rest of you listeners, have a great day. Stay tuned, stay cool, and I'll see you later. Bye now.